Hey man, there's this band I love And I know you love them too But you're just shaking your head Like you haven't got a clue but What are we gonna do about it? I've got an idea Start a podcast and talk about it While sipping on a beer You've never heard this You've never heard this You've never heard this You've never heard this yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, Alan, here we are. All right, all right, all right. We're back. You sound like Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Nice. Yeah, we're back for another week, another episode of... You've never heard this? I'm getting it out of the way now <laughs> so you don't forget later. Well, I don't have to do it for this one. That's true. That's true Believe because... We've got a little mutual going on. We do. On. We're we're doing a little mutual early because uh, guess what? It's our podcast and we can do what we want. Yep. So uh, <laughs> hopefully you guys don't mind. And if you do mind, sorry, sorry, not sorry. Well, we're doing a, a newer album, so that should be yeah. fun for some people. And, yes. And a, an amazing newer album. Yeah. This is going to be an interesting episode because I have only been listening to this album for about two weeks. And I've probably been listening to it for maybe a month. I was just say maybe a month or two. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, we're we're excited, but uh, we got we got some some business to get out of the way here. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Uh, what do you want to start with? You want to start with what we're drinking or the the voice message we got? Ooh, I forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's do the voice message. Sweet. Okay. Yeah. This is a. <laughs> I don't know the the uh, the events surrounding this how this person found our podcast <laughs> or anything but uh, okay so yeah this is I know. a couple of weeks yeah. ago on the 18th we got a voice message from someone uh whose name is hank's hot takes <laughs> so uh here we go hey guys this is hank of hank's hot takes first of all just want to let you know you guys are doing a bang up job however one question for you what is with all the Dang, music every time I listen to your podcast. It's music. You never heard this. You never heard this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's what I said. Say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, that's enough. There's other senses. Like, I don't know. How about you've never smelled this? You could each bring some fresh baked bread. Take turns sniffing, smelling it, eating it. Or how about you never felt this? <laughs> Coming out of my mouth right now, it sounds a little sexual. That's all right. Anyway, that's my hot take. Ain't gonna cool down because it's hot. If you want some more hot takes, I suggest you go to www.hangshottakes.com forward slash hot backslash takes forward slash never gonna cool down. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow. Thanks, Hank. Yeah, thank you, Hank. Uh, we'll take those thoughts into consideration. <laughs> I'll um, take some fresh baked bread. I don't know really what you <laughs> thought you were getting into uh, listening to our podcast, because it is definitely called You've Never Heard This, but, mm -hmm. well, you know, I, we're, always, we're always open to listener suggestions, so. I'll smell some bread. Yeah. I'll, <laughs> I'll feel Kirk. Ah, whoa. Maybe. Uh -oh. I don't know. Uh-oh. Yikes. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> wow. God, that we haven't was, even had a beer yet. Nah, not a full one, anyway. Just a couple sips. 
Maybe my tolerance is low. Ooh, maybe. What are you sipping on? I'm sipping on Gateway Brewing's Park Rose Pilsner. Ooh. Yeah. Parkway. Park Rose. Park Gateway. But, oh, Park oh Rose. Gateway. Yeah, they're out I... of Portland. Oh. Hmm. Um. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah 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 yeah. We got rid of a yeah, okay. bunch of their beer, so I just grabbed some. I it's see. it's. It's okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but I didn't feel like spending money on beer today. Sure. So. No, it's all right. What about you? Uh, I've got Cold Fire, their spring IPA. It's Wonderful. awesome. Yeah, it's really good. Love that. Spring IPA. Yeah. And well, a beautiful day for it. It is. I uh, I got here uh, a little early um, after a haircut. I am freshly shorn. Very nice. And uh, I was sitting on the steps of our, our humble <laughs> post office. Post office and... <laughs> Just enjoying the sun. Chelsea and I uh, ordered some electric bikes today. Wow, nice. So we're going to get those in about a week. And That's it's cool. hopefully going to be sunny then, too. We can go on a ride. Well, we're ride coming into summer now, so. Yeah, here's hoping. Yeah. Loving it. Hey, how was your second Decemberist show? Uh, it was good. Yeah. Uh, it was a little shorter than the first one, which was really uh, a little disappointing because the second show was pretty awesome. They were doing it on the rooftop of a studio that um, uh, Funk works at. Oh, cool. And it's got like a patio kind of with fake grass and stuff. And, mm-hmm. and then we're just doing all like acoustic. Yeah. Oh, so nice. It was really good. That is cool. Yeah. We got uh, we got to watch the – we talked about the first one last time. And, yeah. And uh, it ended up being watched at Dwayne's. Oh, uh, yes. That's yes. Bridge and Tunnel Bottle Shop and Tap Room <laughs> on <laughs> Dwayne Street in Astoria, Oregon. Yeah. And uh, Kirk and Sarah generously invited Chelsea and I to watch along. Yes. So it was pretty fun. It was fun. I miss shows. That was a good time, yeah. We're not here to talk about days of your going to live concerts. Uh, we're not here to talk about the delicious beer we're having or even the sunshine. We are here to talk about music. And as we said earlier, we have both heard this very recently. This is going to be an interesting episode simply because I don't have any uh, memories tied to this exactly. or anecdotes. Uh, it was uh, last year's release. We are talking about Punisher by Phoebe Bridgers. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'm a, I'm excited to talk about this. So this is an album. This is an artist. It's funny. This is like the only only anecdote I'm going to have, really. <laughs> but uh, my brother and my sister in law both are huge fans of hers, and they kept telling me, "You got to listen. You got to listen. You got to listen." And I was like, "Yeah, okay." Well, then uh, comedian Jason Manzukis. Mm-hmm mentioned her th- when this album came out he mentioned her on uh how did this get made my favorite podcast oh nice and he said oh my god you know her new album is amazing she's amazing finally i was like okay i need to check her out and i don't know what i listened to and i did not give her a fair shake i must have i skimmed either this album or the or her first album and was just kind of like yeah not my thing. Sure. Walked away. And, but then I started watching music videos of hers. Oh, okay. Which is, you know. It's a pretty good way to get you into a it, song. Especially me, because I love videos. Mm-hmm. So I was like. Do you love videos? Oh, I don't I think do. we've ever mentioned <laughs> it on the podcast. <laughs> I do. Uh, so, yeah. So I would, I would watch a few of her videos and, and I was like, you know what? I think I was wrong. Huh. And then I gave this album another listen and this is something we've talked about the podcast Mm -hmm. is you can't just give an album you can't just listen to it once and say or whatever 
yeah. So she's amazing. This is yeah. Sure. What a great album. So with me, uh, I was really only familiar with her song Motion Sickness, mm, which yes. I do really enjoy. Yes. Yes. Um, and that song is uh, well mostly about her uh, relationship with Ryan Adams, who like preyed on her as uh, as an underage girl and like uh-huh. <laughs> like produced her EP, which I think didn't even come out because she like <laughs> quote unquote broke up with him and like mm. he's super creep, which sucks because <laughs> he because he writes really good music. But uh, anyway, um, that was all I was really familiar with. It's a good okay. song, uh, but. I have to admit, uh, even though I am not as much these days, I was being pretty contrary. Oh, sure. With her, yes. and that's yes. because she like, you know, I'll I'll skim the like the playlists under the indie genre on Spotify, and she was on every single yes. uh-huh. fucking indie playlist. I know exactly like, what you're saying. Uh-huh. Oh, okay, she's really popular. I don't know if I'm gonna like this, <laughs> um, but then. Uh, you had just raved about it on Facebook. And I was uh-huh. like, hmm, I still don't know if I want to give this a try. <laughs> and then a couple of weeks ago, I did finally sit down and listen to it. And I was like, wow. Okay, yeah. no, this is yep. really good. Mm-hmm. I really, really like this. And I don't think we should wait to talk about it on the podcast. So, And I agree. Um, yeah. Here we are. Wholeheartedly. With, a, with, a, with an album that I am barely familiar with and with one that uh, – Kirk's only slightly more fami- yeah, ba- <laughs> familiar with. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> so, uh-huh. um, yeah, I'm excited to talk about it. Uh, well, let's talk about Phoebe uh, herself. Um, do you have anything written down? Did you do any research on her biographically? Or? Not a whole lot. I, well, I got, some, I got some stuff here. Not a lot because, again, she's not that old and uh, she hasn't she's been. She's not. She's a young. She's uh, just a little bit younger than my wife, just by a few months. So yep. uh, she's a baby. Was, yeah, she was born on August <laughs> 17th, 1994. She's wow. from uh, Pasadena, California. Wrote her first song at 11 years old and made some extra money growing up by busking at the Pasadena Farmer's Market. Um, she released her hit record stranger in the alps in 2017 <laughs> and i gotta say i am always a fan of a somewhat obscure big Leba- uh, big lebowski yeah, reference yes. i was i was, um, I was <clears throat> so gonna see if you if you knew that if, one oh, well, dude what come I on <laughs> you just insulted me i did yes but you have know, you ever actually have you seen this version of Big Lebowski? Yes, okay, I have. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So for uh-huh. for you know, there might be some people who aren't familiar with that reference. So I'll have to the, ask Sarah this if she knows. Yeah, I, I, the the TV edit of the Big Lebowski <laughs> is legendary yes. and so beloved by fans that they want them to release it on DVD. <laughs> so there is a scene in the movie where John Goodman's character Wal- Walter Sobchak is destroying this sports car because he thinks Uh it belongs to like a 15-year-old kid (laughs) who he said stole a bunch of money that they were supposed to, you know, give to, you know, it was was ransom money. It's a very, when I'm trying to explain it, a very convoluted storyline, but makes total sense in the context context of the movie. But anyway, Uh he's destroying the sports car outside this kid's house and he's saying, do you see what happens, Larry? Do you see what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass? <laughs> but on like Comedy Central, say the the TV edit is: Do you see what happens when you find a stranger in, in the, the Alps? <laughs> That's so good. It, which makes no sense. But uh, apparently, Phoebe Bridgers also loved that <laughs> TV edit because that's what she named her she album. Did. Um, 
I think she, oh. there's a quote there also where she said, it's, it's just funny to me because I've never been to the Alps. And so like, <laughs> <laughs> like she kind of throws that in there. Um, she released Punisher last year on June 17th on the label Dead Oceans. Uh, it's produced by Tony Berg, who has uh, produced albums for Bette Midler, Andrew Bird, Nickel Creek, uh, and Ethan Gruska who uh, has uh, produced the, f- he produced the first Phoebe Bridgers album, and he also produced um, The Million Masks of God by Manchester Orchestra, which came out two yes. days ago, sure and is so fucking good. <laughs> and it was also produced by Phoebe herself. Uh, he so. also did, he worked with Phantom Planet and Squeeze, oh. which I found interesting. I don't know who Squeeze is, but, uh, but I know Phantom Planet. You'd know, they're an old, uh, what would you even call them? Uh, oh boy. They're an old band. How old? Oh, oh boy. Now I'm going to be in trouble. 80s? 90s? You said Ethan Gruska did? Oh, no. He, Tony uh, Burr. Oh, I was like, Ethan Gruska is only like. Oh, no, no, no. Tony Burr. the same age the as Phoebe Bridgers. Let me just, before I get in trouble. Oh, and I do have one, re- uh, not a retraction, sorry, a correction that uh, I, I noticed myself. Just after we got done recording last time. This is about Big Truck? Yes. (laughs) I knew it. When I left, and I was like, even thinking, I should listen, because we were talking about how the new album by, uh, or the band, uh, oh my God. (laughs) Really? Uh, Give me some context clues here. Remember, we talked about this last time. They're coming out with a new album. And Mudvayne. Mudvayne, yes, yeah. yes. Anyway, we were talking about Mudvayne ha- coming out with a new album, and I said I used to like them, and I said they sang Big Truck. And so I went to listen to them. Even, I was like, oh, I'll go back to them. And I was like, wait a minute. They don't sing Big Truck. That's Cold Chamber. And my brother called me out on Facebook, too. He but did. Yeah, uh, so I'm, I was wrong. I'm glad that you corrected yourself, but I can almost guarantee no one noticed except your brother and you. And <laughs> I think you're which, probably which right. Which also means no one probably cared. I think you're probably right. <laughs> I don't think the people listening to this podcast, uh, besides the clingers, <laughs> are listeners of Mudvayne or Cold Chamber. I could be very wrong. I'm, well, hey, if, if you do, let us know. And please tell me how much of an ass I'm being. Oh, my God. All right. I'm just going to, just so I don't get, uh, New Wave is what I was trying to think oh, of. Oh, okay. Uh, so they're from England, uh, late 70s. Yeah, so it's late 70s into the 80s. 90s and 10s. So uh, they, they skipped ha- the aughts, though. That's what it says. <laughs> yeah, maybe they were on hiatus. They might have been. That's all right. So anyway, um, I think they'd have like if you heard a, I, I couldn't tell you what their big song is, but I think you'd I probably you'd know, know one. They are, yeah. Anyway, we're not here to talk about squeeze. We're not. <laughs> we're here to talk about Phoebe Bridgers. Phoebe Bridgers. Let's let's do that. Uh, so there were a lot of people on this album. Yeah. A lot. I didn't, were. I didn't even take the time to write them all down. No, me either. I, uh, I do know, uh, Connor Oberst has some yes, background vocals, which did you check out better oblivion? Community Just a Center? little bit. I got to go back to it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and then, uh, what's her band with Julian Baker? Uh, Boy genius. Boy genius. Yep. Yeah. And Lucy Dacus, uh, which again, I've only really listened to a little bit of them, uh, mainly also because they're on a ton of the indie playlists and I'm like, eh, whatever. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. And, um, and like I'd heard of Julian Baker, Yeah. maybe just because of boy genius. Cause I've heard of them. Um, 
And did you say Sarah Watkins? Yeah, Sarah From Watkins. Nickel, Nickel yes, yeah, okay. is on the fiddle uh, yes. on the last track, and uh, and then I did see. I don't know. Or not the last track. Sorry, it was um, the Graceland the one two. That. Yeah. Yes, second up, penultimate track. Ooh, nice. yeah. Now I don't have to make that <laughs> joke later. Sweet. Um, I did find a connection with our next episode. So did I. So do we want to spoil it? No. We don't. We'll talk about it next episode. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. Uh, but I'll just say there is a connection with one of the artists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Anyway, that'll leave you a little teaser there. A little bit in suspense. Anyway, so I think that's about all I had. That's for all I got for, for preliminaries. Yes. So why don't we... Um, so this is another uh, situation where uh, the first track is instrumental. It's yes. not as, as long as we normally play a song for before we start talking about it. Do you want to play the instrumental into the second song? Or? Yeah, might as well just play the first cool. song. Yeah, and so, and so track number one is called DVD Menu, and uh, then it goes into track number two, which is called Garden Song. that 
voice in the background. Yeah, I thought it was Boni Vera. I actually thought that too. It's uh, it's our tour manager, sure whose whose name I'm not even going to I, attempt to pronounce because it looks Polish. I was just say he's. I, I'm curious what his nationality is. Yeah. It's an odd name. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the instrumental, let's talk about that first. DVD menu. Yes. Yes. Um, it really, to me, sets the tone for the entire album. Uh-huh. Um, there's some like post-apocalyptic themes throughout there the are. album. Um, she's really good with metaphor. Mm-hmm. So you, you never, ever, ever take lyrics by Phoebe Bridgers at face value. Ever. No. So, I mean, apocalyptic, you know. Album is a metaphor for you know her life, for yes. things she's going through at the moment, yes. breakup. Uh-huh. You know. I was um, gonna say she's yeah she deals seems to deal with a lot of like depression yeah and and like she's got a breakup in here mm-hmm. or maybe a couple breakups yeah so yeah um, I love the beautiful like sparse string arrangement that's yeah. in it uh-huh. which is actually uh, the melody from the very last track uh, which is called I know the end yep. um, they kind of make that almost like a a cyclical like full circle kind of thing um this song specifically garden song like immediately pissed off at myself for writing (laughs) for writing her off so easily yep for being contrary because her lyrics are are weird enough to hook me in for sure that line about the skinhead going missing and i'm gonna plant a garden like i'm gonna bury (laughs) gonna bury this guy you know whatever um, so I think the, this podcast has really helped me develop my ear for lyrics. Sure. Because sure. Uh, I've said it a million times. I'm not a lyrics guy. I don't pick them out uh-huh. at, like easily at all. So, um, yeah, I'm just right off the bat, like really impressed with this album. For sure. And uh, I saw there was actually, it's funny, the opposite of last episode where we could not find any info this was there is a plethora holy crap and quotes from phoebe yeah and yeah so i just kind of again we've talked about this when we we do have a lot of info we tried not to completely bog the show down with every bit of info we can get right but uh well i i think we kind of we leaned heavily on the information available during the research for this one because of how unfamiliar we are with the album yes yes you know, but still, I, I still tried to draw my own opinions from oh, everything, too. Oh, for sure. Too, Absolutely, you yes. know, Not rely on what everyone else has to say. But I did see a quote from her, and she, uh, I'll paraphrase a lot, uh, that this was about nightmares she would have on tour, mm-hmm. partly. Recurring um, nightmares. Yes. It was the same nightmare, yeah. And um, Do you guys know that's what recurring means? <laughs> oh, jeez. Don't worry, that's oh, not a bit. That's, I was going to say, that's your thing. Is that's, you always, uh, yeah. <laughs> I always mansplain. Yeah, oh, God. <laughs> you Alan Splain. Uh, and she talks about like people I and I really like this thought is how if you want to see something, you can find evidence for it. Oh yeah. And so she said confirmation it, bias. Basically we've, we like talked about that maybe two or three episodes ago. Because yeah. she said if you want to see, you know, she's like, if you want to think that the world is filled with bad people and bad things, you'll find in you'll find the evidence to support that yeah that's uh you know in a in a way and i don't really buy into this a whole lot but that's the whole concept behind the secret you familiar with the secret that sounds familiar it's like putting it out into the universe and then things will happen and like you know people are using the secret as like if i say 
I'm going to be a millionaire, then it's going to happen. Oh, but I see. And I, that's kind of what I thought it was too. But the best example I was given of it was um, because my wife was like reading the book and she wanted me to kind of understand basically like in the simplest terms what it meant. Her friend Nancy um, said, you know, one day she's like, I'm going to see a butterfly today. Okay, sure. And, you know, she kind of went about her day and, you know, she hadn't seen one. And then she went to check the mail and she got a card, like a greeting card <laughs> that had butterflies on nice. it. And so it's it's kind of like if you if you hadn't said, I'm going to see a butterfly today, you wouldn't have paid any attention to the butterflies on that sure. card. So that's, I think, kind of the same um the same idea with what Phoebe is saying, you know, like if, sure. you, if you think the world is full of shitty people, you're only going to notice the shitty people. Basically, yeah, yeah, sure. Uh huh. We've somehow simultaneously gotten way off track, but also on track. <laughs> well, it pertains to the song, sure. Kinda. But uh, I think we're <laughs> we're we're uh, we're taking any information we can get because of uh, how new this album is, is for both of yeah, us. So. Yeah. Well, that's good though. But um, yeah. Anyway, we should uh, we should definitely move on. I'm feeling that that urge to move on to the next track. So let's listen let's to Kyoto. that's uh i say of course like you're supposed to know but uh that's nate walcott on the horns he is in bright eyes along with connor oberst who we will hear later we will yeah yeah love me some bright eyes me too you ever had imposter syndrome kirk uh i don't think so that's good you're real <laughs> sure of yourself i have yeah. recently have you really yeah i've started been i i've started getting hr questions like from my bosses like uh, I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast I'm, I'm about to be the HR manager at the company yes. I work for I think you might have but and yeah. um, I you know I'm getting these questions now like they're asking my honest opinion like my my educated opinion and it's still new to me so I'm like oh, am I am I supposed to answer this like I don't feel like I'm the HR person yet like I'm not ready to put Toby on my business cards, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so sure, okay. Thanks, yeah. thanks for not laughing at my office no. reference. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was like, oh man, I hate when jokes fall flat. I feel like a dumb. I feel like an imposter. Took, still. No, it took me. A, it it was took taking me too long, and then it was like, oh. Yeah. Also, have you ever hated your dad but also loved him at the same time? Not me. Because <laughs> me either. But there's definitely that. Uh, yes. That theme in this song. Uh, uh, she's got a very turbulent relationship with her father, who is an alcoholic, yes. or at least used to be. I don't know if he's recovered, but. It's yeah, a good she, one. She uh, does not like her dad. No. She even says, I'll kill you if you don't what is if you don't if do, you do, it do it first. First, yeah. I love the outro lyrics in this song. Guess I lied. I'm a liar who lies because I'm because I'm a liar. <laughs> it's just it's it's so funny to me. So oh, it, sorry. It, it's a you know, on, on Genius it says the outro ultimately sums up her feelings towards her father, that her hatred of him was a lie and also that her forgiveness of him sure. was a lie. Uh-huh. <laughs> um she contradicts herself on just about every line concerning her father, and she carries that on to the outro. Every piece of hate she had for her father is a lie because she's a liar, but every piece of love she had was also a lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So her songwriting more than, I guess, her music style reminds me of, uh, oh, my God, why do I suck at this? <laughs> yes. Um, Billie Eilish. Yeah. Uh, again, not stylistic, stylistically, but just kind of the way they write. They're kind of there's a l- little humor dropped in. It's just out there enough that it's like yes, yeah, and, and and like that dark humor in some of it, yeah. And I even noticed like, uh, especially on Garden Song, like she, they have the uh, similar vocal style too. Yes, I could. Uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. I think Billie Eilish is a little more like whispery. Yes, she but, is. But they do kind of have the same vocal mm-hmm. style, which might be another reason why I was kind of into it. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and sorry, I just this just came to my mind. I'm going to digress for one moment. Please do. Uh, We're all about digressions. I have to say, I am now a super fan of Black Midi. Yeah, I am going nuts nice. over here. Have you checked out their new stuff? Oh, have I? Oh man, I am excited. I've been watching their videos. Nice. Watching their live performances. <laughs> nice. Their live performances are great. Frenetic. Yes. I so haven't checked good. out the KEXP, but I know that's you said a good one. Watched I, it. I actually found another KEXP that they did. Um, must have been a little more recent hmm. because it was from home. Oh. Uh, okay. So I don't know where they. If they were in someone's home or, but they're in like a home studio kind yeah. of thing. Again, just awesome. I'm looking forward to that new album. Yes, I think I it comes out in June. I think it was late June. Yeah. I think. And then yeah. also, uh, while we're on the subject of new albums and Billie Eilish, she just announced she's coming out with a new album oh, she did. this oh. summer as well. And I, I just heard one of the singles and it's fantastic. Awesome. So Sweet. good to know that her, I don't think she's going to go through that sophomore slump. I don't think either band is. So I don't think so, yeah. Hell yeah. Awesome. Good summer. Do you like those chocolatey vocals just now? <laughs> Chocolate rain. Hell yeah. <laughs> you sound like like the, her tour manager. <laughs> Not quite, but. <laughs> well, speaking of super fans, let's uh, move oh. on to the next song. Track number four is also the title of the album, Punisher. <laughs> Go to the store for nothing 
to the club phoebe bridgers right man yeah so this song is an imaginary conversation she's having with elliot um so it's an inside joke while they're on tour that a punisher is a super fan who (laughs) quote can't seem to leave the merch table and so the irony here is that she she has said if i ever met elliot smith i would be the same person i'd be a punisher too. i'd be a punisher too so um, it's it's a very lovely song. It is. I love this very song. Very pretty. Um, and it's it's also about her not really knowing how to interact with her own fans. Yes. Um, I saw again another lengthy quote from her mm-hmm. talking exactly about that, about you know how she'll have a fan come up and she wants to be there for the fan while the fan's going on and on and on for forty five minutes. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, she's like, I'm. You know, my eyes are glazed over, and I'm not really there. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, she doesn't want to be that person. Yeah, she's got a very interesting relationship with her fans. But, you know, and it, it's kind of cool that she's like, but you know what? If if I met Elliot Smith, I'd be the same way. Yeah, you know? exactly. And she said, you know, it, he he died before she had ever really listened to his music. So, um, she's just got this, um, like, strange relationship with him so yeah it's a man it's such a good song it is i love it um yeah (laughs) got a lot of got a lot of um references to him throughout the album oh sure Uh the the cottage you lived in with snow white Uh it refers to the snow white cottages Mm -hmm. in la where she is from and where he lived Mm -hmm. and did a lot of his songwriting and um just like little references to his lyrics or albums that are just like peppered in yeah she was talking about the her neighborhood the not her neighborhood but the neighborhood of silver lake Mm -hmm. that was yeah um yeah. yeah It's weird to think that he died when she was only nine. <laughs> That's crazy. But that was the year I started high school. Oh, jeez. So, I mean, you were oh. out of high school a few years by then, but... By... When, when did you graduate? 97. Yeah, he died in 2003. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think he did it? Huh? Do you think he did it? Yeah, you don't? <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to stab yourself through the sternum twice. <sighs> true but i also don't like to be that person who's like but what if he was murdered like i don't know i don't know it doesn't matter because he's dead either way so i guess and it's it's, it kind of makes me sad that he's that he's dead and And what is it a little angry if i remember correctly it's been a while since i've read about that but wasn't it his ex or his girlfriend his girlfriend at the time that they i'm like the big like the big piece of evidence that people always bring up is that on the suicide note, his yep. name was only spelled with one T. That's, but that's it's right. like if she was his girlfriend, she would know how to spell his exactly. name too. And sometimes when you're that depressed, you don't really do well. Sure, mispo- or you know, you don't really have your faculties about you. So whatever. Absolutely. Again, it doesn't matter because he's dead. Um. So anyway. Yeah, it's not going to bring him back. Nope. <laughs> so let's move uh, on. yeah, let's move on. Track to number five is called. Oh. <laughs> 
That was a ghost. <laughs> was it? It sounded like a monkey. <laughs> oh, dang it. <laughs> it's not called ghost, I'll tell you that much. It's called Halloween. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think we heard it yet, but no. uh, yeah, he is featured on this track. Um, so I guess when she was uh, stuck on a little uh, lyrics, uh, writing the lyrics, uh, he's the one who suggested the part about the murders at Dodger Stadium. Yes, I saw that. And uh, so I guess in 2003, there was uh, a f- two fans who were uh, in a disagreement, and one of them killed the other one, and she just thought it was interesting that, like, you know, most people are there to have a hot dog, watch a game, yeah. and then... Uh-huh. Someone gets killed over a disagreement about a about a sport, yeah. and it just it, she's I, I guess always been fascinated with just murders in general, but but that for some reason stuck out. And uh, Connor said, "Well, you talk about those all the time, so why not write about that? <laughs> write about uh-huh. that. That that line is pretty heartbreaking. When she says that fan that got beat to death, you know, he was only here visiting or something. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, that's yeah." Yeah, you go to watch, do something fun. It's like if I went, I'm not into sports, but, you know, be like if I went to a concert. Yeah. Got murdered at a concert. Like, you know, just yeah. went to have fun. You if know? you were like at a Decemberist show and you were like, exactly. well, Picaresque isn't like my <laughs> my favorite album by theirs. And someone else is like, that's their best album. Yeah, and exactly. then they beat the shit out of you until exactly. you die. That's It's awful. just bizarre. Yeah. Seriously. I don't think there's any December stands out there who would <laughs> or punishers. <laughs> punishers, yeah. See, that's the thing too. I've actually, I've, I've never heard, obviously, that punisher thing, but no. I've always thought that that it's like I want to meet, you know, an artist. Yeah. But I don't want to make them uncomfortable. Sure. So I would always, the very few times it's happened, it would be like very quick. Yeah. Hey you're awesome or whatever you know hey you're awesome thank you have a good exactly night. great Bain, show exactly. and then like you yes. go on your way exactly not like come here we're gonna talk forever right uh uh-uh. in fact i don't even know how I'm, I'm like the most awkward person in the world are you i'm up there <laughs> 
I think I'm maybe better now as I've gotten older, but I hope so. I'm pretty awkward. Remember yeah. my ghost that sounded like a <laughs> so awkward. I don't even know how to make a ghost noise on command. It's no, true. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even defend you. you I'm didn't. like, no, you're just like, I'm like yep. yep, nope, that's absolutely accurate. Yep, <laughs> exactly. Oh man. Well, I think we should move on. We shall. Track number six is called Chinese Satellite. I've been running around in circles Pretending to be myself Why would somebody do this on purpose When they could do something else Phoebe, I also <laughs> wonder how I can believe what I believe. <laughs> oh, I knew when I when I listened to the song, I was like, ah, oh, this is gonna be an Alan discussion. Yeah, I mean, I think having doubts is healthy in any sure. person's uh, journey with their faith, um, even if you're an agnostic or an atheist. I mean, I I know plenty of both who are sure. like who doubt the what they believe as much as I doubt sometimes. Sure. You know, like, well, maybe there is a God, but I just can't, for some reason, there's something in the way that stops me from believing. And I'm like, I don't under, I don't, I can't explain it either. <laughs> I just, I just do. <laughs> well, that's the funny thing about belief is that it's there or it's not. Yeah. Like you can't, you can manufacture it in saying it, mm -hmm. but I could tell you all day long that I believe in Bigfoot but does that mean I actually believe in Bigfoot? No. I have to believe it in myself. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's like it's there or it's not. Yeah. And if it's not there, maybe there's got to be like a catalyst or something to, to, you know, you can't just say it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I can't just say believe in something. Right. You've so. got it. You, you're, you seem like the type of person who needs some sort of proof. Me? Personally? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I genuinely try not to discuss this part of me. But yeah, that's fair. No. All right. uh, we, don't, we don't have but, to. Yeah, no, no. It's just because I... And I'm not even talking about religion in general. Sure. I'm just talking about oh, just, no, just I anything. Yeah, yeah. Like, like you need some sort of... I would say for the most part that's absolutely true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, she did. I did see a, another quote <laughs> where she kind of compared this humorously to how when she was uh, younger, she didn't get her Hogwarts letter. 
Oh. And so she was like, like she I didn't was, see that. That's no. Awesome. <laughs> so she was like, I'm, I'm joking, but you know that she wanted to believe, but then she didn't get her letter, and so now she's still waiting on that letter. Oh, that's so. <laughs> you know. I didn't, I didn't see that. I love that though. Yeah, I think we've all, we've all been there. I wish, I wish I kind of had that. I was, I'm a little too old for, you know. I didn't. I started reading. First off, I started reading Harry Potter late. I thought you were just going to say reading in general. Oh no! First of all, I started. I learned how to read when I was thirty-five. I was like, yeah, I, just a few years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got into my my brother actually got me into Harry Potter one Christmas, um, probably <clears throat> mid two thousands or something. Okay. He got me uh, the first book, and actually, he might not have gotten me the first one. Anyway, got me into it. I, I think I had he, to. Why go, wouldn't he start? I don't with know, the first but one. <laughs> for some reason that seems familiar. But. Uh, so I got into it way late, unlike my wife, Sarah, who was probably, you know, um, well, she's older she's, than Phoebe, but... She's not much older than... I think we're the same age. Yeah, so I think she you grew, are. She grew up yeah, with it like so, I did. Yes, yeah. exactly. So I just never had that, like, ooh, you know, I, I was more into it as an adult. So sure. Yeah. Anyway, cool. not quite as fun. Well, that's okay. <laughs> You're into it now. I am. So... Which might might be problematic to some people. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but what isn't these days? Right? Um, I think we just made our podcast problematic. Oh boy, <laughs> I've been trying to avoid that. <laughs> Me too. Um, we'll let we'll let uh, people decide if they want to keep listening or not during this break. Let's do it. All right. See ya. Hey, you've never heard this, listeners. This is Trevor from the Nighthawks podcast invading your space to ask you to give us a spin if you like movies. And I'm Matt, joining Trevor to ask you to join our cult. May not be a cult. Is definitely a cult. On the Nighthawks podcast, we cover new movies, old movies, great movies, so bad they're good movies, and movies from Norway. One movie from Norway, one time. You keep bringing up the Norway movie. One time so far yes, Trevor. so far and it's a really good movie from norway it is a good movie from norway. it's got stellan skarsgård look this is a promo for the nighthawks podcast do you want people to listen to the podcast or do you want them to watch in order of disappearance can we do both wasn't the point of covering in order of disappearance on the podcast to get people to watch it fair enough watch in order of disappearance then afterwards listen to our nighthawks podcast episode about it or any of the over 100 other movies we've covered you can find us on spotify amazon music apple podcasts google podcasts and at nighthawkspodcast.com all right i'm back Oh, wait, we're back. Yeah, I'm back, too. <laughs> Alan's here. It's not like a few episodes ago when you took over the pod. <laughs> it's not. Oh, God. Uh, How'd you guys know. like the uh, the Photoshop job that Kirk did on the last <laughs> episode? I had a lot of fun with that one. Don't I look so hot with black lipstick on? Kind of. Kind of? Wow. <laughs> that was a very honest reaction from you. <laughs> Oh, wow. Anyway. Uh, I don't want to know what Kirk did <laughs> while he was Photoshopping that picture. That was a fun one. That was a fun one to that make. That was great. I told him it was probably payback for the episode <laughs> description that I wrote. That was pretty good, too. <laughs> God. Uh, I, I did go to Hot Topic a lot. I'll we, tell you that much. We love taking digs at each other <laughs> in in some subtle and not-so-subtle ways. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Good times. Oh, so... 
Let's get back to it, yeah. friends. Let's do it. What are we on? We on Moonsong, right? Yeah, track number seven. Oh, I said it, didn't I? I already said the name. You want to say it again? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love that Tears in Heaven line. Um, yes. It's sad that his baby died, but uh, Eric Clapton is a uh, piece of shit. So, so I <laughs> have to admit, I did not know any oh, of that. Oh, yeah. Keep England white. I oh, did man. not. I had never heard he any of that stuff. He does not like immigrants. And, Ouch. Uh, yeah. That sucks. Mm-hmm. Dang I mean, it sucks that his kid died, but. Right. Oh, and, uh, I, I was reading all about all that, and I was like, oh, no. Not that I'm, like, the biggest Eric Clapton fan. I mean, I'm not, really, but... But I used to listen to a lot of his stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, now I'm gross. Yeah, man, she's really, really good at writing in uh, relatable metaphors. Oh, yeah. I it's mean... It's not super, like, pretentious or, you know, like, uh, you know, literate or, you know, intellectual, I guess, is the word I'm looking sure. for. Um, you know, when she said, my feet can't touch the bottom of uh-huh, you, uh-huh. Um, I still, to this day, don't go in the deep end of the pool. So I got uh, that. That hit me like, oh yeah. man, like yeah, my my feet can't touch the bottom of you. Like I know, I know exactly the feeling she was trying to evoke sure. yeah, in, yeah. in relation to this this person she was dating. You know, I love the line about not being a, a, able to be a dog at your door with a bird. Yes, like, which comes back in the last song. Yes, like like you want to give someone mm-hmm. like the moon it's, is what she's really get like. 
you know, it, it, or or like it's acceptable. It's an acceptable thing to give to you. Like when a dog brings a bird sure. home, a dead bird home. It's like, <laughs> look at this thing I brought you. Isn't yes. it great? And you're like, ew, no, gross. Oh, yes. Get that out of here. Yeah. Like, but to the dog, it's 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 giving you the moon. It's giving yes. you like the greatest gift. And you're giving it to a person who is just like, no, I don't want that. Well, yeah, sure. Uh, no, fuck, get out of here. So <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's a great line too. Uh, again, I saw another quote. I don't know if you saw this one about the Eric Clapton line. That the originally the line was that we hate Eric. We hate Clapton. Eric Clapton. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. But yeah, she yeah. said because she said actually the Tears in Heaven song is one of his that she hates least. Yes. And so she said it's a little bit of a lie. Yes, yeah, she said it's kind of a lie on the record, but it sounds more poetic. Yes. Yeah. So she said if I were to pick an Eric Clapton yeah, song, okay, it's yeah. up there with the yeah. ones that I actually like. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, it says uh, Eric Clapton had garnered controversy for his public remarks against immigration, use of racial slurs, and alt-right slogans such as "Keep Britain White." Man, that is a, that's a rough one right there. Yeah, Ooh. man. Maybe he was talking about cocaine. I mean, he already wrote a song about it, so <laughs> right? I don't think he needs to keep talking about it. He loves cocaine. He loves it. Oh man. Oh man. Should I tell this joke? Oh no. Oh man. I'm gonna. Okay. Uh, I hate myself for doing it, but what's the difference between a three-year-old and a bag of cocaine? What? Oh, no, wait. Oh, no. Eric Clapton (laughs) would never let a bag of cocaine fall out an open window. Holy cow. And on that note, (laughs) let's move on. Wow. Yikes. Um, (laughs) I actually think I've probably heard that before. but Yeah. Let's go to track number eight before I get so much hate mail. Yeah. Well, at least we'll get some mail, you buttheads. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm just now I'm just gonna berate just, you until yeah. you give us like some. You know that's uh, that saying bad bad press is still press. Yeah. There you go. Exactly. Like hate mail is still mail. It is. It's true. <laughs> it's some some sort of correspondence. Yeah. Well, All right. How about Savior Complex? How about it? Sure. 
Elliot is strong mm. with this one. What a awesome song. It was a great song. I love it. Is uh, Sarah Watkins on this one too? Now that I'm hearing the uh, oh maybe the fiddle there. Let I didn't look. write down like which songs. But... Uh, no, it's a guy named no? Rob Moose. Man, there's a lot of people. Yeah, crazy. Apparently he is a violinist who used to be a member of my brightest diamond. Oh, Anthony really? and the Johnsons and of the Oso string quartet. Hmm. He was also one of the violinists in the string quartet used on Sufjan Stevens album, Illinois. Oh, wow. He's worked with Alabama shakes, Boney Vare, the moth and the flame and Joanna Newsom. That's cool. He was on the, uh, newest Taylor Swift album folklore. Which I haven't heard, but apparently is really good. But yeah. I, don't, I don't care about Taylor Swift. No, I, uh. I think she's petty, and I won't listen to her. Hot take. There you go. There's a hot take for you, Hank. I'll uh, I'll uh, I'll be right there with you on if that. If you want one. more hot takes, go to <laughs> www. That was forward slash backward slash something. Forward slash never gonna cool down. Wow. Um, yeah, this is a really great song. It really is. Um, I definitely used to be that guy with a savior complex, yep. or what they call a white knight complex. Yes, for sure. Dated some pretty broken people, thought I could fix them, and uh, guess what? You can't. No, not not usually anyway. Nope. Uh, so I saw her that she said that she kind of feels like this is a almost a sequel to the Moon Song. Oh. Where it's kind of like the opposite of Moon Song was where she's kind of going. Wanting to give them the moon. Yeah. And this one's kind of the opposite, where she's going to them, wanting to save them. Okay. So, yeah. I didn't see that, but it makes sense. Uh, yes. So, really, really pretty song. It really is. Love it. Me too. So. Still going. <laughs> Shall we move on to I See You? Yeah. I like <laughs> I loved this one so much that I forgot to take notes on it. Oh no, really? Yeah, didn't write a single thing about this song. So, so uh, her and her drummer Marshall Vohr, we were dating, had been dating. Sounds like off and on for a while. Yeah. And uh, so this was about 
their breakup and mm-hmm. and kind of the depression that came along with yeah. it. Yeah, I always appreciate a musician couple who can break up and then still be in the same band together. Yeah, and I saw a quote that she said that they're now like best friends, and she said we always will be. That's, That's great. Pretty good. Love that. You get that with like no doubt. I was just gonna, <laughs> I was just gonna say, and <laughs> Fleetwood Mac. Uh, who wrote a whole album about it uh, while fucking each other. So that's great. Yeah, yeah, I did. I forgot to write notes about this song. I realized it like most of the way through. And I was like, oh, hey, I was really digging this one. Yeah. You know, it's so good. It is. What is that line about? It's so easy to. Which one? When you don't know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Where she says, I I hate your mom. Every time she she opens her mouth. Yeah. It's so, it's, what is, yeah. Uh, just to have so much to say when you it's don't so know. It's so easy, yeah. It's so easy to have so much to say when you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I love it. It's amazing to me how much you can say, yeah. That's pretty good. That's great. She does, doesn't like, like his mom very much. <laughs> it says, Bridgers told Rolling Stone, I hate your mom, I hate when she opens her mouth, was about getting in a fight with her ex's mom, who is a Trump supporter, oh. at Whole Foods. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. Oh, that's great. Wow. I love that. Jesus. Oh, boy. Well, here we are. Yep, track number 10. Oh, that's it? It's just I already tra- made that joke. I know. I didn't want to do it twice. So These poor people. <laughs> What is this song? Graceland 2. sound with this one yeah this one and the next one have that sarah watkins on fiddle yes i love nickel creek i know you do i need to get into them a little more don't worry don't do it okay. yet because oh don't an, do it I'll, okay i'll pick an album right. i you know and as i was listening to this i was like so originally i thought we were going to be recording next week's album first sure and then releasing this album after that and sure. so i was gonna pick a nickel creek album to immediately Ah. follow this one i probably still will i just haven't decided yet gotcha so don't listen to them yet i won't because i want to talk about them on the podcast okay um i love some banjo 
for sure. And this one has some really great background vocals, uh, as yes. we said earlier, by Julian Baker and Lucy Dacus, who her, are in her. Boy Genius yes. with her. Um, uh, this reminds me of First Aid Kit. Yeah. No, for sure. I, I get that. Love First Aid Kit. Yeah. So there's a, a really great quote by Julian Baker, uh, who is a native of Memphis, Tennessee, talking about a place called Graceland 2. Oh, which okay. is spelled T-O-O. Yes. She said it was this guy's house, and it was full of Elvis memorabilia. It was kind of creepy, but it was kind of awesome. Huh? It was like a cult legend, and if you drove out to his house in the sticks, it was across the bridge really far away. If you drove out there and you bought him a six-pack of Coca-Cola, <laughs> he would show you around his weird house where he lived alone with all this Elvis memorabilia. Once everyone, or once he died, it was in the paper, and everyone collectively mourned the owner of Graceland 2. And if you Aww. went three times, you got this little card that said Lifetime Member of Graceland 2. Little disparities like that between the real and between the pop culture significance and the cult bizarreness of Memphis. And I did look <laughs> it up on Google Maps. It is permanently closed. Is it really? Probably because the guy died. But I suppose. No one. I can. love little niche, like, weird places Absolutely. Like uh-huh. So, so no one no one took the reins from him. No one took the reins of Graceland 2. It was no. just some dude's house. So I suppose. He probably sold it and got rid of all that memorabilia. Yeah, that's sad. I just love that all it took was a six-pack of Coca-Cola. Yeah, right? That's cute. It was great. <laughs> Listen to these background vocals. Beautiful. Man, it's a good song. It is. Here we are. We're at the end. Here we are. Track number 11 is called... I Know the End. Somewhere in Germany, but I can't place it. Man, I hate this part of Texas. Close my eyes. Fantasize three clicks and I'm home. When I get back, I'll lay around, then I'll get up and lay back down. Romanticize a quiet life, there's no place like my room. But you had to go. I know, I know, I know. Like a wave that crashed and melted on the shore Not even the burnouts are out here anymore And you had to go I know, I know, I know Out in the park we watched the sunset Talking on a rusty swing set After a while you went quiet and I got mean I'm always pushing you away from me But you come back with gravity And when I call, you come home A bird in your teeth So I got... There's that line there again. There again, yeah. Um, I love that she said... Um, the first line of this song, somewhere in Germany, but I can't place it. Man, I hate this part of Texas. She said that's uh, one of her favorite lines from the album because uh, she said it's a joke. Connor, I'm assuming Oberst, his old tour manager used to make when they were in Europe. 
They'd get off the bus, and wherever they were, he'd say, I hate this part of Texas. Oh, but apparently it's also uh, graffiti that's left in concert venue dressing rooms as well. I hate this part of Texas, uh, huh. as explained by David Lowry of Camper Van Beethoven, who I don't know. I know their name. Never yeah. Heard. But um, yeah, I like that line, too. It's really great. Um, and then uh, another kind of... Um, Another quote from her about the out in the park, we watched the sunset uh, talking on a rusty swing set. She said, uh, I remembered all these nights. I would cancel on my friends and be like, I'm just going to have a relaxing night in. And then by like 9 p.m., you realize you wish you'd gone out or something. So I would walk down from this apartment to the park next door and just sit on the swings because it made me feel like at least I left my house. Oh, sure. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. So... With a month of listening to this under your belt, what are your, what are your final thoughts on it? It's amazing. Yeah. Um, I need to, what this really makes me want to do is go back and listen to the first album more. I, I listened to the first couple of tracks yesterday, yes. yeah. and uh, I just I was trying to study also at the same time. So I, sure. I really wanted to devote some actual time to it. Exactly. I just got so into this album that I haven't really taking the time to go yeah. back to the first yeah, yeah. one and i think for me what happened was i liked motion sickness so much that it was yes. like some of yes. like when we did our playlist you know uh, like uh, all the stuff i find from discover weekly like oh, i was sure. so afraid yeah. to branch out and just have everything else suck that like <laughs> i just really love that one song but i'm uh-huh. glad i did i'm glad that you finally convinced me sure. that you know this Mo- was worth checking out and uh, yeah motion a, sickness is a great song I it is i um, mean i just love her lyrics uh you know there's not a single word on this record that was wasted. No. And everything God, no. everything was where it was supposed to be. I'm just super impressed. Ah, I love this part. With all of her all of her background uh, vocalists. Yeah. It's ah. it's an amazing end song. Yes, it is. And you talk about you talked early on about the at the beginning actually the post-apocalyptic kind of mm-hmm. tones in the lyrics. Yes. I really come here, basically like the world has ended and you're, you know. I love that. And maybe we'll get to it in this episode. At the very end of this part, she just kind of has that like, it sounds like she's been screaming so much that she's hoarse. Oh, sure. Okay. I love breakdowns. Me too. long song almost six minutes it's really good yeah. I love it <laughs> you guys are awesome love you guys uh, what are we doing for a playlist oh uh, I was gonna leave that up to you because you are the one who's listened to this longer than me I mean, I could tell you what yeah. I would pick if I had to. Okay, if I've got two in mind. Okay. If you pick one of the two, that'll make it real easy. Uh, I was going to pick um, ICU. Oh, that was not one of the two. What was one of the two That's you had? I had Moonsong and Kyoto. Okay. See here. Oh, right there. Whoops. I hit it too early. Yeah. <laughs> She's trying to scream. Yeah, it's great. Um, yeah, I, I'm, you know, I'm honestly good with any song off this album. So let's um, do moon song, moon song. Yeah. Perfect. Let's do it. Um, we love you guys. Thanks for listening. 
Send yeah. us an email. Please. Neverheardpod at gmail.com. Go to, go to Facebook com. and comment. I, you know, Instagram. I almost said IG like a... IG. Uh, go, go to, to the, our TikTok. Go to our Insta. <laughs> Neverheardpod at gmail.com. Uh, Neverheardpod on Instagram. Leave us a voice message. That link is in the episode description. It and is. speaking of, I have one more voice message Yay. to play. That's this awesome. Is, uh, Kirk hasn't heard this one yet. I have so. not. This, this is brand from uh, a good friend of mine, Ed. So let's take a listen. Hey, guys. It's Ed. And I have two things. Uh, one is some nice stuff to say, and the other is a album recommendation. Um, but I'll start with the nice things. And that's that. Um, really enjoy the pod, the potty. Um, you guys are great. I love you both have uh, great radio voices, um, I think. And uh, I like the format of the sh- of the show. That's great. Also, your friendship is good. I can, you guys seem pretty solid, and uh, it kind of feels like I'm a part of it when I listen. And anyways, the uh, recommendation is uh, Dream River by Bill Callahan. And it's kind of a like uh, country singer-songwriter alternative um, one. But I... I would love to hear your thoughts on it and love if you guys listen to it on the potty. Anyways, thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Thanks, Ed. That's on awesome. On the potty. I'm going to call this a potty now. Yep. Um, you know, I would even go one step further and say, Ed, why don't you come on there the podcast you there you go. and talk about Dream River with us? As long as we're not doing karaoke, it's yeah. okay. Oh, man. Ah, oh, just man. Just kidding. Uh, man, we had a karaoke party at my house for Chelsea's birthday. We got a karaoke machine, and Ed was there and proceeded to four times in a row do "True Love Will Find You in the End." Was by, it just by four? Jan- I feel like Daniel it was like... Johnston. He also did this uh, this song that is a staple at uh, quinceañeras called oh, yes, yes. "El Sonidito." <laughs> He's a weird guy. <laughs> so perfect for this podcast. Um, there you go. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm purchasing some new equipment for the podcast soon, which will enable guests to feel a little more comfortable. With their own microphone. With their own mic. Yeah. And so once that happens, we should have Ed on. I know we've had a couple of other people uh, ask to be on as well. So I've got a actually a better table that will make things better. Too, Beautiful. So. Yeah. Uh, a little bit of housekeeping before we go. Our next episode will be coming out on Sunday the 9th as opposed to Tuesday the 11th. Um, and you will find out why when, well, you listen. when you listen. So, And that's going to be quite the episode, I'll tell you that. I think so. Before we even record it. Yes. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Uh, we won't have an episode uh, on Tuesday the 11th. Um, it's not like a bonus special episode on the 9th. That's just when we decided to release it, and there is a good reason. Yes. So, um, you guys are amazing. Thank you all. And uh, we will see you then. We will. Bye.